Everybody, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca, and you guys are listening to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. Simple. It's uh, two guys who probably didn't have a dad growing up, and now we're fathers. Yep. We're very proud to be parents. Um, I currently live in Los Angeles, California, basically in San Gabriel, California, and but I'm on the road, and my partner in crime lives in England. And before we start with everything, you're a happy camper, right, Andy, right now at the moment? Yeah, definitely. So obviously the World Cup's in full swing in Russia. Uh, England just had their first game against Tunisia. Got a last minute winning goal by Harry Kane, 2-1. Very happy. Still a little bit jubilant, which is good and pumped for the podcast. Well, you know what? I was watching the... Um, so I'm um, currently... Um, I took a job for a marketing company that I'm promoting a car company and I'm going around places. So I'm usually traveling for the weekend and going back for a couple of days or maybe no days. Uh, so I'm currently not in my house, not in San Gabriel, California. I'm currently in Denver, Denver, Colorado. So I had my Chromecast because for some reason, uh, this hotel doesn't have uh, Fox Sports 1, which is the channel that you know, shows the games here or the mundo which is you know the spanish um, um uh, channel that shows all the the world cup games so i had my yeah. chromecast going on and since um i have a good friend in england i was rooting for england and yeah your yeah. team looked really good and then um you know i don't know what happened and then uh finally your superman which is kane um yeah. saved the day so Kane's like our talisman up front. Uh, he's awesome. He's also a captain as well, and he's brilliant. Like he's got such a good temperament, so he never rises to like uh, other players. Basically, uh, like constantly kicking him or manhandling or anything like that. Uh, the penalty that Tunisia got was absolutely shocking. It was never a penalty in a million years, and then uh, literally they put a penalty under a penalty decision under VAR review in the first half where Harry Kane basically got rugby tackled to the floor no penalty yeah that's like um, they literally yeah. hugged them to the ground so they did they did um well you kill your problems with love right that, that's basically what they tried to do uh and um <laughs> yeah it was uh it was an interesting game i i the thing is like the expectations for england are really really low for this world cup probably the lowest that i've ever felt as an englishman um in the media so we kind of is Anything that because they're young or is that because because for my perspective i think it'll, yeah. it's a good team it's a young team and you know what it showed that it was a, i mean we're not analysts like anything but it showed that they were young because um Deli Ali, uh yeah he missed like two really good ones like he did he what did happened? the thing is like he was injured for a lot of that game as well um like he was holding his hamstring for about the 40th minute onwards. Everyone thought he was going to go off at half time and he didn't. Uh, so I think, you know, overall, as we get results like this, like traditionally English teams would be like, oh, it was one all, drew our first game. Like that's usually how we go. So winning it, uh, like the first game is amazing. So maybe some more pressure will ratchet up on them. I don't know. Also their manager, Gareth Southgate is like, he's well known to football fans to be like the nicest guy ever uh and he once missed a penalty that knocked england out of the euro 96 
uh, home European Championships. So uh, he knows what it's like to let down a nation, if you like, even though it's <laughs> stupid. Like, I, I hate that terminology, right? Like, they've let someone down because they tried their hardest to do something and they couldn't do it. Like, that's not letting someone down. That's you... just failing, which sounds worse, but it's not. It's it's totally okay. Well, you know that guy that got killed in uh, Colombia, right? Yeah. He missed yeah. a penalty or something, and then they confused him with somebody or he got killed. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> but your team uh, won, which is a good thing. Yep. And um, yep. I witnessed a miracle yesterday because one of the reasons I got a Chromecast is because of the setup that we have. We have a TV. And yesterday, we're going to have, like, you know, we had to set up everything. So I'm like, let me get, buy a Chromecast so we could put it in the TV and watch the Mexico-Germany game. Nice. So I actually watched a miracle happen, and Mexico won against Germany. Yeah. And I'm happy for Mexicans. I'm always rooting against them. Uh, but my son is half Mexican. My girlfriend is Mexican. Uh, I have family in Mexico. So, but I always like to fuck with them. I always like to make them <laughs> mad. I was like, I always say that. If Afghanistan is going against Mexico, I'm going to root for Afghanistan. I just, because they're so passionate. It's like one of those things yeah. that I never seen in my life, how passionate they are. And I just like to mess with them. So I'm always like rooting against Mexico. But yesterday I was happy for them. It was, it's, it's, they play really hard, man. And you could see the joy of, of everybody out there. I don't know if you read this, but when uh, the guy scored the goal, there was a, a little earthquake in Mexico City. Everybody no. jumping around. It's no not a joke. Way. It if it was an artificial earthquake happened as soon as the 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 guy scored the goal. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty so cool. good. Well, the thing is, like nobody likes Germany, apart from Germans. Uh, so, I uh, do. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's but, been it's but... been my it's been my my team since I was little. The reason, no I, way. I, yeah, the, Jose, why, why? The, I haven't told you this. No, no. Okay, so yeah, so Guatemala sucks. You know, <laughs> never is Guatemala's never going to go to the World Cup. So yeah. I actually have cousins that are half German. Their mom, it's like no. Her, their grandparents are literally German. They mm. came from Germany and everything. So when they were growing up, they put him in a German school in Guatemala. So they speak uh, German fluently. They, you know, it's everything. One of my cousins actually looks German. He's like super tall, uh, hazel yeah. eyes, like German looking. And then my 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 other cousin, she looks like me, you know, like brown, you know, black hair and everything. But they're tall. They're tall. So, yeah. uh, you know, so I since i was little they would root for germany so i started rooting with them you know because you know and you know germany is pretty good so i was yeah. like i had my germany jersey here i traveled with them and everything but it was funny wow. because i mean the joke in the united states because there's a lot of mexicans here it was that you know as long as mexico only loses by four it was okay you know <laughs> so for them to win uh against germany i i hope they keep it up and they don't yeah. feel like they won the world cup you know yeah. because usually that's how latinos teams are we you know something like this happens which is huge amazing and everything goes down after that 
Well, Mexico's got more points than Brazil at the moment, which is amazing. It has uh, more points than Argentina. It has more points yeah. than Portugal. It has more points than Spain. It has more points than uh, than Brazil. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. Uh, so, how's everything with you? We have a lot to talk about. A yeah, lot. Dude, we, we do. A we lot. Have, like, it's like up, right? so. we, we skipped a week uh, because we... We were both on the road. I'm still... Well, yeah. I went home for a little bit. I'm on the road again. And next podcast probably will be from my house because I'll be home for a couple of weeks. Uh, mm. But uh, you want to tell people uh, your crazy uh, Sunday, Monday, yeah. basically? Yeah. So last week, uh, we got a call quite late. So I work for Free Jam Games, a developer based on the South Coast uh, in Portsmouth uh, in the UK. And we've got a game called Robocraft Infinity, which is out for Xbox One at the moment. It's kind of like a uh, fast-paced multiplayer shooter where you basically build the vehicle that you take into battle block by block. So like you're facing against like multicolored T-Rexes, are facing off against Ed-209s, which are facing off against Terminator dudes, which are facing off against weird airplanes, blah, 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 blah. So uh, we've got that game in Xbox One. Uh, it's part of Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft have been really supportive of us uh, in all our efforts to promote it. And they gave me a call about oh, two weeks ago saying, hey, do you want to go to E3 and appear on this panel? And I was like, uh, yeah, let's do it. So uh, I appeared on a panel with the uh, founder, no, uh, the current studio lead at Rare. So they do a game called Sea of Thieves. And, uh, oh man, I'm pulling a blank on the second guy's name, but he's the main Bethesda and does all their marketing. Uh, oh, that sucks. I can't remember his name, but he was very nice. Everyone was very nice on the panel. Um, so that was in the Nokia theater. So I flew about 11 hours to be there, to be in LA. So I flew out on around about Sunday at 2 a.m., 2 p.m. UK time, and then arrived about 4 p.m., um, america time <laughs> and then uh, basically went straight to a hotel and then when i went to the hotel uh i essentially slept uh i watched the microsoft press conference on direct tv at the hotel which is crazy <laughs> uh and then when i turned up at the hotel i had an amazing gift waiting for me from jose which was his book kindly dropped off by his partner which was amazing um but and then i actually had wow. uh so um <laughs> So I was on the road at uh, the time and yeah. I told my, my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, I left something for Andy. You need to go. I actually forgot that I that I wanted her to ship you this stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it was too late and I didn't want to risk it. So I just told her, hey, make sure you can you go and drop off uh, this stuff to Andy's hotel, which is we live in San Gabriel and your hotel was like in L.A., like five minutes yeah, from yeah. the Nokia yeah. theater, which I consider a, a little hood. But well, oh, dude, well, it totally is a hotel. Yeah, so yeah, you told yeah. me like, oh, that hotel is uh, it's not yeah. quite great. Uh, yeah. you know, it's a little bit rough. And I was like, cool rough or like rough rough. And you're like, eh, it's okay. Um, so but, yeah, but yeah. So so I told my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, can you you know take um the book that I signed for you, mom, uh, and a hockey puck and other stuff and i was like all right cool and then she's like yeah i'm gonna go drop it off blah 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 so my son woke up early and they're like oh, okay we're gonna go and then she i received a text after she told me that she was already driving she's like uh she's like oh you're gonna kill me i'm like uh no i love you but what's up and she's <laughs> like i forgot everything i just read the book so <laughs> when she wrote that i screen grabbed that 
and send it to you immediately because I didn't want to be the one to blame for the mistakes. So I was like, all right, uh, that's cool. You know, don't worry about it. She's like, should I come back? I'm like, in LA, 20 miles could be two hours. I'll say, nah, forget it. Don't worry about it. Um, You know, because, you know, basically... I could ship you the the stuff that I had you, but the book that I signed for your for your mom, uh, yeah, it's yeah. something that I can't really you know ship you or you know stuff like that. So the most important thing, you know, got delivered to your hotel, uh, yeah. and it was funny because she's like, "Oh, they're asking me for all this information." And I'm like, "This hotel must be weird." But anyway, so yeah, so that's what <laughs> happened. I was supposed to give you three things, but you only got yeah. one. So I can confirm the the Aventura Hotel on 1020 Fedora Street is uh, is a lovely hotel. <laughs> the the staff are very uh, fastidious when it comes to details. Um, so when I checked in, they were like, "Hey, we've got a package for you." Um, and then they asked me lots of details, which was really interesting. Um, but yeah, it, it was weird, man. Like it's, it's during E3, which is E3 is like the biggest games conference on the planet. I call it's it the huge. the Super Bowl of gaming right yeah totally totally accurate description for sure but this hotel nobody was in it like nobody i was pretty sure i was the only people i was the only person there well i'm pretty um, sure there were some funny interesting people there besides yourself yeah well there might have been because uh because you I, I think you text me that um uh, la pride was happening at the same time so around about two o'clock in the morning it was there was quite a lot of noise in the hotel but it was really cool so uh, so i watched the microsoft press conference and then watched that for an hour then fell asleep and then woke up around about 7 a.m in the morning that the next day which was a monday popped to the nokia theater which is the microsoft theater now um and then uh appeared on this panel thing they briefed me for like two hours what to say during this 10 minute segment which i was sharing with three other people which is crazy uh for about an hour that they briefed me and then i got to say like three sentences and then that was it <laughs> then they was like right see you later then man and i was like oh okay cool can i at least stay around and play some games and they're like yeah totally so i did that that was really good oh so uh, you got credentials like really good ones yeah, yeah yeah which was cool um the only sad thing is it wasn't actually inside the convention center so you know when we both worked on the microsoft yeah. booth last year um well i don't think it was on center. yet right yeah 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 it didn't start until tuesday you're right yeah yeah, yeah. you're right so uh yeah um it was pretty crazy but it was uh it was okay it so was really really good when fun. you um at what time was the interview the interview was at around about three o'clock in the afternoon so let me ask and you this you had to check out from your hotel and carry your I luggage did, around I did but the good thing is is that because i was only staying overnight i only had like a rucksack with me uh which was good uh, like a backpack so um it was totally not a problem uh and then after i did the panel uh i flew out 10 o'clock that evening oh god uh, yeah uh so i was pretty mental what was even crazier is that i flew back early to basically spend time my with my son and my wife because she's uh, kind of started work which is really really good um and on that day after two days i then had a stagger do uh with my best mate joe and i had to drive uh, six hours <laughs> to oh, a place God. called Leeds on the Friday. So my body clock was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing to me? Like, please just let me sleep. And there's like, no, man, we gotta, we gotta drive. We gotta go out of the house. We gotta drive. So yeah, did a stag do over the weekend as well. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty busy, pretty busy. Yeah. I, I feel you in a way that sometimes one day I could be in, let's say I'm at my house and it's, yep. um, uh, 
you know, Pacific time. And then I shipped to New York to do an event. And then I'm at Easter time. And then I had to wake up at five in the morning to do all the setup and stuff like that. So yeah. I ended up sleeping two hours. And then I had to wor- work for 15 hours. And then oh. I had to go to sleep. And then so to this day, like I'm in Denver right now. We have a day off. And then I go back home. Um, uh, like sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what time it is. Or like, <laughs> like two days ago, I only slept two hours and a half. Uh, yeah. and then, so we're like basically going to, you know, we're connected in some way because we're, uh, we're basically heading up, uh, pride events. So a lot mm. of LGBTQ events and Latino events. So, mm. you know, it was a two day event, but it was, those events are really fun. Like, uh, if anybody wants to see pictures of everything, you know, like you guys could follow me at how to be a dad without a dad, uh, because I'm basically kind of, uh, an MC where I attract people to the the site, and the funniest thing happened where, in front of me, there was a food stand that was selling sausages. And I'm at a pride event, which is you know, if anybody doesn't know what a pride <laughs> event, it's just it's a LGBTQ event that promotes you know, every kinds of people and the, for me it was the best because i got to say if anybody's looking for a big sausage and then people will stop <laughs> like my friend right there in front of me has the biggest italian sausages sandwich with fried peppers and it was the best and she actually gave me a a, a, a sandwich which was the biggest sausage i've seen in my life uh and i got to eat it so and it was good <laughs> uh so this pride events are really fun it's you know it makes it easier to be away from home because you're so busy during those three four days that you're away that you kind of forget but you know when you have a day off like today you're like oh i miss my mom like my mom my i miss my son i miss my yeah and it's difficult to be on the road you know it's like it's very very difficult but like i said i work in radio i don't get paid that well I need to do what I need to do to provide for my son, you know. Um, and one thing we didn't t- did we talk about what happened to me our first week? No, you should totally uh, you should totally talk about it. Oh, uh, so yeah, so we go to places where we had to pick up a car, and then we go to other places. Um, so we picked up a car, and we were going to New York, and we were in Ohio, and I'm driving. And the pedal just goes loose. The gas pedal goes loose. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? And then I'm like going to the curb to the right. And then the brakes stiffen. And then the wheel locks. And I'm like, what the hell? So luckily I was able to get into the into the, the curb. Yeah. And this is a brand new car. Like literally only had like 100, 200 miles. Uh, and it's, you know, provided by the company when they tell you like, oh, it's a brand new car, you know, everything's yeah. going to be good, blah, blah, blah. And I had it for like five hours and <laughs> this thing happens. And the first thing that happened, the first thing that goes always into my mind is that am I going to get fired? Not that, yeah. you know, you know, I could have crashed. I could have been hit or anything. My first thought was like, I don't want to get fired because I need this job right now. And then uh, my partner and I checked everything. Everything looked fine. And this is a big company that goes through, like, different companies that does different companies for everything. So we had to call this company to come and, you know, basically tow the car. And it took everything six hours. So we're in the middle of Ohio between Toledo and Parisburg, Ohio. 
and we stayed next to the road, which it was a downhill where tractors were passing by, 18-wheelers next to me, literally, boom, boom. I was going nuts. I thought I was going to get run over. I thought I, we were going to, let's just say Ohio, it's very white, and I look I'm like real. I do. Uh, so I was kind of afraid that something was going to happen to me. And then I'm a paranoid, uh, guy where like, I start thinking one thing and then everything goes wild. So it was an interesting thing because a guy shows up with a little box truck and I'm thinking, all right, he's going to tell us he's, he comes out with like, let's just say a couple of few teeth, very smiling guy. <laughs> and uh and he just makes me sign something saying that he's there. He starts looking at everything. I got to give it to this guy because he even went into under the car. He looked at everything. He said, "Well, there's nothing else I could do. Uh it sh- I think it's a computer problem." I'm like, "All right." So he gets into his truck and he's there for a fucking hour. And I'm like, "What the hell is he doing?" I go and ask him and he's like, "Oh, I've been on hold this whole time just for my company." To tell me what to do. Yeah. So, and then he gets out and then he's like, all right, they approved the toy, tr- the tow truck to come. And I'm like, you're not going to tow us? And he's like, no, I had to leave. Then he leaves. <laughs> and after an hour and a half, a tow truck arrives. And finally, so I took everything about six hours. Whoa. In the middle of Ohio on a downhill road. And I was like, I was just. I'm like, oh my god! And this is my first week. Um, and you stayed by the car the whole time. Well, we had to, you know, we had to. So if anybody wants to see, well, I don't think I put the video, but uh, I also put it on my <laughs> blog, which is you know called How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. Dot But yeah, so that was my first week, man. And uh, I mean, everything went fine. The people were good. The tow truck guy. Uh, he was an interesting character too. Very funny guy. Very funny guy. Who we didn't ask for for any information about him, but he just told us even how much he makes. And I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. I need to start <laughs> towing trucks because this guy, the money that he has made so far, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that happens. The car broke down, and then it took us another six hours the next day to tow it from one dealer to the other dealer because they, you know. The warranty didn't cover that dealer. All this politics that I hate. I hate when there's big companies that they had to go through different things. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, we're already wasted like, you know, almost a day. We go back to where the guys are looking at the car. This, you know, this guy's from this dealer. And it's this like, I want to say he's around 19, man. This guy look super young. Tall white guy, super young, super cool guy. Yeah. And then he's looking at the uh, his computer that is connected to the car. And he's like, man, I can't really know what it is. But it has to be something with the gas pump. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I'm like, at least you guys know. And then he looks at me and he's like, hmm, give me a second. And then he tells this guy, hey, go get gas. And I'm like, what? You mean we're no. out of gas? And then they bring one fucking gallon of gas. They put it into the uh, into the car, and then room starts. No. So the level the leveler of the gas pump was wrong. So it was showing that we had gas, and we just ran out of gas. So it showed <laughs> that I have one quarter left, 
and we didn't have gas. Oh, dude, so that's this, not your fault. This whole freaking one day <laughs> that we lost, it was because the pump leveler didn't work. This whole day. And the worst yeah. thing is that if I would have called AAA, which, which is a, comp- a really well-known company here, they would have told us in half an hour. We would have taken yeah. it to the right dealer and would have been done. But since we work for a company that has to go through steps and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that was my first week. And then New York sucks because we stayed at this crappy-ass hotel where I it was so bad. It was really bad. But New York is so expensive, man. It's super expensive. Yeah. You can't. So we had to stay in the outskirts of of new york we had to stay in in new jersey and we stayed at uh, extended stays which people just live there and this place looked really bad like to the point (laughs) that i had to like cover the remote control with a plastic bag because i don't know what has been there (laughs) you know so uh, so yeah that was my first week you know but luckily everything has been good so far and you know i went home and this you know whole Denver situation they give us a brand new car of course um uh, it's been good I mean I'm liking it uh I'm been having fun uh I've been making friends I've been promoting our podcast I've been writing uh I've been doing new blogs uh people seem to like it um so and I'm grateful I'm very grateful to to have this job it is very hard man I mean you were away from your son one day right did, did that yeah pretty much like like three yeah two days total it's it's weird man like being away i mean obviously you've you've got it like 200 times worse than me but like being away it's really really tough you and it just, was the you, first you, time you, right you miss, for like, you the little things it was the first time right for you yeah pretty much yeah uh the longest time where well it's the first time i've been out of the country and it was the longest time as well like usually like when you're in the at least when you're in the same country or i guess for you it'd be the same state uh it's probably the more more apt comparison uh you know you can you can still whatsapp your wife you can still use all the data you want and stuff like that but when you're in a different country you have to be a little bit safer um and i think that you know you, you just miss the little things like you know just just feeling them grab hold of your hand or you know just being able to like throw them around a little bit so you get to hear their chuckle and things like that it's it's definitely tough yeah it's just that you miss the human interaction you know that's basically what it comes to because when he kisses you through the 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 phone or skype or anything it's not the same you know uh and then you know but like i said in my latest blog i have a great girlfriend that i love a lot and she's been doing a great job and luckily you know i'm not gone like i said the whole time i'm here and there but it's difficult it's difficult and you know especially as a brand new dad and like you and i that you know we probably didn't have a dad growing up and it's hard for us because we overcompensate now and i was in a situation that i knew i was going to be away but my financial status is really bad man really really bad and I couldn't say no to this opportunity because for this month it's been great and for what I think I'm going to be able to save and pay off bills it's going to be great. It's, you know, it's a price that I'm willing to pay because I can't get that money anywhere else. Yeah. It comes down to that, you know. Well, we talked about it before, didn't we, where, you know, with with your son, he's the age that he's at, you know, he's not going to remember you being away for this period you know what i mean so, yeah so yeah. like i said you know it's 
I'm planning to save the, as much as I can, uh, pay off what I spent um, on the book. Because if yeah. anybody doesn't know, I wrote a book called How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. And that cost me around $3,000. So mm. if I could pay off that debt, you know, you know, I'll be okay. And would I do this job again next year? I don't think so, you know. Uh, mm. But uh, there's, I want to, you know, I want to do a good job because this is a global company that they're actually in uh, England too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And um, so, you know, it's one of those things that I want to do a good job so they could still hire me for different things, you know. So mm. hopefully it works. And, you know, you never know. We, I'm trying to do a little bit of everything to see what sticks. And, you know, you know he's still young, so I'm still trying to do fun things, different things like – we're doing a podcast. You never know. It could hit. You know, we could yeah, be, yeah. you know, you know, be, we could be live, living out of this. Um, yeah. I do YouTubes. I do, you know, I'm trying to get a following on Instagram. I do a blog. So the more I do, the better because some hopefully something sticks and I'm able to be local with my son and be able to provide. The whole reason about what we do is to provide for our sons, right? Yep. Yeah. 100%. And I think it's like doing that hard work and putting yourself out there. Like fundamentally, Jose, what you're doing is a, and what we're both doing together, it's it's a creative process thing, right? Like, you know, and it, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of passion and a lot of skill on your part as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a trial and error. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for this job and I'm doing the best I, I can to do my good job. And, you know, it's an opportunity to come up with stories, you know, basically. You know, and, yeah. you know, give some entertainment for people and hopefully they could stick around and support us, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, that's only half of this, you know, you know, did you like L.A. though? Did, I mean, you've been there. Ah, so, so I've been to L.A. three times now. So the first time I went was to go to Disneyland with my with my uh, well, she wasn't my wife at the time, but my wife now. Um, There's no Disneyland uh, over there. Yeah, there's like a in Anaheim. There's the no, no. I'm saying the... in England. No, 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 no. Totally not. Get no, out. There's really? one in uh, there's there's one in Paris. You might be thinking of Euro Disney. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we did that. That was that was ages and ages ago. The only other times I've been for work, LA's a weird one for me because LA like I never am there long enough to rent a car, so I'm always using Ubers. So for me, I always feel not like vulnerable in LA, but. I always feel a bit um, it's, it costs a lot of money to get around in LA uh, because there's no like public transport system really worth a damn. Oh yeah. Um, so LA Ubers. Uh, and obviously all the times I've been there, I've stayed in downtown um, to think the last time, not the, the very last time, but last year I stayed in the double tree by Hilton, which was two roads away from Skid Row. Um, oh, so that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was actually really interesting. Um, obviously, you know, it, it, you feel a little bit vulnerable while down there. But you know, going out at night, um, it kind of it it shows you off a bit of LA that you don't usually see. So it was it yeah. Was so for those that are not from LA and you know are listening to this, downtown LA has changed a lot like i want to say when i started going through downtown la it was just you know skid road it was nothing but manufacturers and um you know bombs and drug addicts and it was weird it was yeah. rough uh the first time i saw a white person walking their dog i was like what the fuck is he doing here? 
badass dog. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now uh, downtown is more upper, uh, more hipper. Uh, it's more wealthy. It's very wealthy now. Uh, mm. But there's nothing they could do about, you know, drugs and skid rows. So uh, there's a saying now in downtown that you get out, you get up from your brand new, you know, uh, you know, two bedroom apartment in a nice building. You go down, you go over the bum outside the street and then you go to work. <laughs> and that's basically what downtown is. And uh, one street could be all nice uh, bars and pubs and everything. And the next street yeah. is all really bad. So it's one of those yeah. things that every street changes, but it's becoming really expensive, it's been becoming really popular. But still, you know, there's still bad things. There's still drugs. There's still, you know, so it's a weird thing, like you say, you know. Uh, that's why I always like Pasadena or places like yeah. other stuff like that where, you know, it's expensive to leave, but to uh to you know live there but um it's worth it you know yeah pasadena is lovely so i took some time out uh while i was waiting for this thing to kick off i went to pasadena went to a board game place called game city to pick up a couple of things for some friends back home uh but the last time i went to la uh when you were out there with me when we were doing the e3 thing uh what was really interesting was it was the adam west memorial uh service was going on in la at the same time so at like the um the so adam west is like the the batman dude like the original batman dude oh and he um, had just died yeah 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 and uh, but it was really the reason why i bring it up is it was really interesting because obviously you had a complete cross-section of like the la population who were you know drawn together to honor like the first batman so they had all the batman cars out and stuff like that it was at city hall i think city hall was actually in the tv show as well or the mayor's office i think it was um and they projected like the batman single a signal on the mayor's oh uh, i remember that yeah 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 it was really cool um but the reason why I bring it up was like, like I say, you just had a complete collection of different sorts of people. Uh, and it was all kind of cool because they were all like unified by a singular love thing. So, you know, you had homeless people talking out, talking to dudes in suits. And yeah, it was mental. Um, yeah, L.A. Yeah. is kind of like that. You know, it's one of those cities like New York that it's, you know, melting pot. You know, it's not like, yeah. you know, where I'm going. Th- I'm going through towns that I'm like, mm. but you know what? <laughs> the be- The best things are doing this lgbtq events because yeah. uh you talk about you know because you know being gay or lesbian or everything doesn't have a color doesn't have a sex you know doesn't have anything and everybody's out there just to celebrate who they are you know and yeah. it's incredible to see you could see the super black guy to the whitest guy to the latino to and everybody's happy everybody's drunk Everybody <laughs> wants to hug and kiss people. Uh, yeah. You should be, you'll be amazed how many times people try to kiss me, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, um, but it's so much fun, and everybody is just happy. It's just yeah. gay, you know. Everybody yeah. is just having a great time. Everybody's happy. Nobody has. I never. I work like four events of this ones. I never seen somebody really get into a fight or be mad or anything. They're just there to have fun. And I was nice. thinking, like, yesterday, I'm like, I wish the president could be gay. Because I'm like, <laughs> this, be, like, everybody there is just happy, man. It was, it's, yeah, it's one yeah. of those incredible things that, you know, I'll be shouting out, like, you know, shout out to all the Mexicans out there that are having fun. And everybody's like, yeah, 
you know, if you shout out that in some other places, you're not going to get the same response, you know. <laughs> uh, but LA is one of those melting pots, and you know, and uh, an interesting I forgot, but an interesting thing happened while I was emceeing at LGBTQ event in Denver, uh, Colorado. In Denver, Colorado, this guy from San Gabriel, California, that knows Andy from uh, England. Uh, I was in Denver, Colorado, being an MC and just talking crap and, you know, making people feel good and have fun. And this uh, guy who had two other girls and two other guys with them uh, came up and they're, you know, we're having fun. And then they have this accent. And I'm like, oh, are you guys from England? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I have a friend from England. Uh, he lives in Portsmouth. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that's where I'm from. And I'm like, nah, you're bullshitting me. And they're like, no, yeah. no, no, we live there. And I'm like, nah, you guys are just, and they're like, they show me their ID. Yeah. And, you know, it has the, I guess you know, it has the little England flag on the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. How do I know that? Because I saw an ID uh, <laughs> and it says Portsmouth. And I'm like, get the hell out. So I gave him like extra gifts and stuff like that. And then nice, um, nice. I told him, I got to take a picture with you guys because I had to send it to my friend. Uh, his name is Andy and he lives there. He works for a company called Free Jams. And they're like, oh, we don't know. But, um, <laughs> uh, but what are the chances like i say you know we're all connected we're all you know you know it's a small world because Definitely. i'm in denver i live in los angeles i'm working in denver and i meet somebody from portsmouth where you from and you and i met in la working at a video game you know it's incredible it's one of those things it's that mental. you're like and then i took a picture of them uh, i took a picture with them and i sent it to you and i was like guess where they're from <laughs> And I replied, Portsmouth? No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, we had a uh, show that we talk about Mother's Day. And you didn't know when Mother's Day was. But, no, I didn't. But this but time, it... you actually know when Father's Day is. And it turns out that I this did. time, it is the same day as as we here celebrate Father's Day. So, let me ask you, is it the day or you guys do it like here like sunday uh it's always a sunday so it's like father's day is always a sunday like mother's day is always a monday uh, uh sorry always a sunday and uh yeah it was um it was my first one it was a bit weird right i i guess jose you kind of have the same feelings as me like when you grow up most of your time without a dad you kind of you have uh it's father's day has always been a little bit different it's always been a, a tinge with a tiny bit of sadness you know what i mean um, um yeah well your first one. you and i have you know different situations of not having a dad yeah. you had yeah. a really you know your dad passed away well, and... yeah my, my dad passed away when i was like 11 so for me it's like it, it father's day is always like a, a kind of a morning thing for me a little bit um but yeah like you said sorry to interrupt man like you, you no 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 like it was fine like you know like i say whenever you're ready to talk about that we'll talk about it uh and, yeah. and everything but like you know you were saying that it's kind of sad for you and the reason is yeah. because of that because your dad passed yeah. away when you're young and um my for me father's day was just another day because i didn't have a dad uh, my dad yeah. lives he was just never there for me so mm. for me father's day was like a monday who cares you know 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, but now I not only see myself as a dad, but I also see the struggles that single moms go out, you know, you know, single moms have that responsibility of being a dad, too. So I wrote a, a blog and then I gave I gave my girlfriend a happy Father's Day, you know. But yeah, yeah so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure for you, it was always like a reminder, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, absolutely a reminder. And also just, you know, just. I, it's it's a weird thing like grief is a weird thing but uh like you you kind of have there's a slight tinge of anger to it it's really weird uh but i have that towards my father uh not because of anything he did but just because he's not here and it's kind of uh you know it, it's easier to be angry than it is to be sad sometimes but only a little bit um so yeah so my first one as a father was this past weekend uh and my wife did an amazing thing. She got me a, a new thing to go on the wall, which was cool, of a Gundam called uh, from a Gundam from Gundawing, which is great. It was just a kid show I used to watch when I was younger. Uh, and uh, yeah, to be honest, man, like after all the traveling I've been doing for the past week, like just being home <laughs> was really nice. Uh, just being able to have a little bit of a lion and, and watch the World Cup and have a have a couple of beers. It was amazing. Like it was so good. Uh, so what yeah. you guys do? Also, you, like, did you have breakfast? in bed yeah had breakfast in bed did the whole thing and then basically uh, my wife gave me a couple of presents which was a basically a pint glass um with an inscription on it and um the photo the picture on the wall as well so yeah uh it was really nice apart from that um oh watching the le mans 24 hours as well watching the end of that uh that was really the good what? uh the le mans 24 hours you know the motorsport endurance event oh no no, no. i don't know that no you gotta tell people like we are so like well known for different things like like who would have thought andy from england this uh skinny white guy will be all into (laughs) motorsports so yeah you're a big uh, motorsports fan right yeah totally so every year they have the le mans 24 hours the le mans 24 hours is one of the oldest racing events in the world it's been going since like i think it's 1920 something like that um and it's every year, basically, they race around uh, a circuit called Le Mans for uh, 24 hours, big endurance event. Um, Wait, how does that, how does that cool. work? So essentially different what they do drivers? is they, uh, just lots of pit stops. They all have four different, every team has four drivers, no, three drivers per car. Um, so two cars per team usually. Um, and the field's huge. You're talking like uh, 50 or so cars going around the track at the same time. They're all slightly different classes. So you've got LMP1, which is kind of like uh, the prototypes, uh, Le Mans prototypes is what it sounds like. And then you've got the pros, and you've got the pro-ams. Uh, pro-ams are basically the pros of the pro team. They've got like Ferraris and stuff that go around. The pro-ams are like pros and amateurs. It's really cool, man. It's like it's an amazing celebration of motorsport with loads of different sorts of cars. And, and it's the same thing. Whoever is first wins, right? After basically, yeah. Hours. But you need to be first in your class. So obviously you get an overall winner, which is always the LMP guys because they have the fastest cars. Um, they go like, uh, so Le Mans has a really, really, a couple of epically long straights and they usually get around about 210 miles per hour down those straights, Damn. which is really, really fast. Uh, and then you've got the prototype, uh, the, sorry, the, the regular like sports car races behind them. Uh, but you had Fernando Alonso competing this year from Formula One. You had Jensen Button, former Formula One world champion. Um, and where and is yeah, this at? Uh, it's in France. It's in France, southern France. Oh, so it's Le Mans, France, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, I guess okay. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's oh. worth checking out, man. It's worth doing a Google. So, <laughs> so, um, do they start like 
3 p.m. and next day there's a winner? Yes, yeah, so they start at 2 p.m. Saturday and they go yeah for the whole 24 hours there's no break in the middle of the night That's so they're racing crazy. in from like uh, literally they're racing through dusk middle of the night dawn oh it's amazing it's so cool and like obviously the track temperature changes throughout a while they're racing and the um obviously they put down more rubber on the track as they go round and round so uh like the conditions are constantly trying uh, constantly changing um they went round with such ferocity this year that they started to actually take up drain covers around the track wow. and that's never happened before because they create such a downforce um through their different aerodynamic devices that uh yeah it's uh it's really cool it's really really cool the engineering for that you had to give it up whoever is driving a night should i think has to be the best driver yeah totally the best driver has to drive at night because you know it's a night completely (laughs) well yeah exactly but what completely blows my mind and i only realized this this year is that the guys racing at night are only a fraction of a second slower than the guys that race in the day. Jesus Christ. So like you could almost they were explaining that how you could almost race it blindfolded and they would still be pretty quick. Obviously you wouldn't because that'd be incredibly dangerous, right? But, yeah, but it's the still. same sort of thing. Like they get in a rhythm, they know where the corners are, blah 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 blah. So yeah, it's cool. Very, very cool. And then obviously the World Cup as well. So it's a it's a festival of different sporting activities at the moment. It's really so it good. was a good Father's Day for you. So you got yeah. dad, you got to be with your family. And yeah. sports. Oh, and it's yeah. a bit different for you, right? Because obviously you, you, you were on the road at that point. Is that true? Yeah, so I've been here since uh, Friday. And yeah. um, uh, the event was Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know what? Like, um, when I was working in radio, uh, well, I'm still working in radio. When I was working for this big company, I was part of this big show. Uh, there yeah. was another show uh, that this guy would start the year working so he will start working at nine and will finish working at one in the morning and his reason was because if you start the year working you will have a good year of work which yeah. i kind of believe that you know um mm. and i wrote a blog where i say that i wrote something in the book that is it goes something like this that you had to uh take care of your body to be healthy and then you had to Mm -hmm. use your health to make money then the money will give you some time you have to have money to have time you know what i mean because like if you don't have save but money if you don't have a good uh, job you're always going to be like me like trying to get more money so and that means that you don't have time right so use that money to have time and use the time to have good memories with your family you know and i think it applies to what i'm doing right now where i'm not home with my son on father's day which is a big thing right i mean mm-hmm. every father should be with their son on father's day mm-hmm. but what i'm doing is i'm working hard to provide for my family and what yeah. a better thing to do on father's day to be a responsible parent and able to bring home a check that later on I could use that money to make time and use that time to make some good memories down the line with my son and my girlfriend. If I, yeah. if I would have been home, I would be happy to be home with my son and my girlfriend, but I would be broke 
and yeah. like I will probably be borrowing money because I probably wouldn't have money to pay the rent. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I was away from my son and my girlfriend uh, for Father's Day. It was very lonely Father's Day, but I was making money to provide for my family. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you can totally have the Father's Day when you get back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like you know, absolutely. it's it's one of those things that you know I'm taking this responsibility for now, and then later when I have saved up money or you know, so many other perks with comes with this job that I don't want to get into it, but so many other perks yeah. that comes with this job that I could use later on too. You know, so you know, it's like we're staying at hotels, so we get hotel points. At some yeah. point, I'm going to have free hotel nights, you know, and things like that. Yeah. So it's really know. good, man. It's really, really good. Yeah. I mean, it is it is difficult. You know, I'm I grew up not crying. I grew up yeah. not being able to cry. And now once in a while, I always get like teary eyed because I miss my son. You know, it's like, yeah, and I'm a human being. I have feelings, yeah. you know, but then I had to be tough and, you know, suck it up. And I know that that everything that I'm doing is for the best. So, yeah. you know, uh, luckily my girlfriend is there and he's still a really wonderful, happy little boy. And, you know, nothing has affected him really well. If we, if I continue doing this and, you know, I see that something's going wrong with my son, then I'll have to take a, a different approach to it because everything that i do is for my son if i see that something is happening to my son not like physically or you know but you know he's starting to act up for me not being there or anything like that then i had to make a decision but fortunately right now he's a good hat you know happy camper um yeah i was able to actually for some reason i decided to bring he has three monkeys three um oh, yeah. you know uh curious george monkeys so i decided okay. to bring one of them so nice. every, every time I, I sleep with them, which is the funniest thing ever, because <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, me, people listening to this thing knows that I'm away from my son and I brought the monkey to have closure from my son. Yeah. And I actually use it when I FaceTime with my son so yeah. he could have closure so he could see yeah, that I brought yeah. something and I'm there with him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But imagine the cleaning people who come to the hotel <laughs> and see that this guy, you know, that this grown-ass man is the one staying at the hotel. And when they come and do the bed, they see a freaking little monkey in the bed. <laughs> I mean, what are their thoughts? I bet you they've seen crazier things. <laughs> I'm sure they have seen crazy things, but, you know. I'm Probably just would the, give them a little bit of pause. Uh, yeah, I'm just the dude with the monkey, you know, in his bed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so I actually did that. So every time we FaceTime or, you know, um, he's always asking me. He's not even asking for me. He's more interested about where the monkey is, <laughs> which for me That's... is fine because, you know, I don't want him to be in a way missing me, you know, yeah. because I don't want to I don't want him to miss me in a way that uh, he does miss me. I know that. But I don't want him to, you know, I don't want to cause any trouble in a way like I am, yeah. you know, like I'm, you know, you know, I miss him and then I get sad and depressed and stuff like that. You don't want that on your son. So I want him yeah. to be happy and everything. So the easier for him it is, the better. So That's a really uh, clever trick as well, which is obviously because they have the they have the association of having something close. It's something that they identify 
And then obviously when they see you with it, they're like, oh, no, daddy's okay because monkeys with this them. thing that I really love, the monkey's with him. The monkey's looking after him. That's really clever, dude. That, yeah, that's yeah. really clever. I never, I would never would have thought of that. Yeah, so, yeah, I said, I'm going to take this. So every time he sees me or anything, he knows monkey is with me, just like at home, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been crazy, man. I mean, you had a crazy weekend. I've been having crazy days. Uh, you had a, oh, first of all, happy Father's Day, Andy. Yeah, happy Father's Day to you too, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I see it, you're doing a great job. Uh, you're a good man. You have good feelings. You're, you know, you, um, um, you help people. Uh, you help me doing this. Um, uh, you have a good job, you have a good family and props to you, man. I mean, uh, like I said, like I said on the blog, it's the hardest thing you will ever do is to be a father because you're in charge of a human being. And you know what? We only hope that our kids will turn out. Okay. Uh, there's, there's being occasions where you do your best and still doesn't turn out to be okay. Uh, there's sometimes that there's nothing you could do about that. It was just either, you know, psychologically or it was meant to happen. But the only thing we could do is for us to try to do our best, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing is like when you're a first time parent, like you will fail uh, a little bit at certain times. You just got to keep on going with it. I think for me, man, like thank you to you as well. Uh, Like I really enjoy doing these. Um, Definitely hope that that my son will listen to them when he's older, uh, maybe when he's expecting uh, with his uh, wife, husband or whatever. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's an important thing to do. I think having some the time with you to kind of like look back on the week and look back at the period and kind of take stock is a uh, super, super valuable. Um, and obviously, you know, if our advice stroke experiences can help other people, all the better for it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a privilege for sure. Yeah, so what's coming up with you? Like, do you have anything just working uh, weeks? Not really. Uh, so it's all kind of settling down for me at the you're moment. You're not going to fly to uh, China just to meet uh, the, no, the Nintendo guy not, for five not, minutes and then come back? I'm not bloody flying to China. Uh, I'd, I'd talk to a guy for at least 15 minutes in order to get me to China. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, for me at the moment, it's quite quiet. So I'm working on a new game. Uh, which is called Card Life, uh, which you can find on cardlifegame.com. Um, I'll probably talk about that a little bit more next week because uh, I'm kind of just dipping my toe into that at the moment. Um, but other than that, uh, my How's your wife, son? Uh, he's good. He's good. He's he's sleeping uh, the right amount, uh, which is really, really good. Which uh, is six hours? Uh, uh, no, he's sleeping from with a couple of stirrings in the night. He's work uh, sleeping from seven p.m. to about seven a.m. Get that ha- You gotta no, dude. You you gotta go to that lady's house and you know <laughs> you treat her to lunch and dinner and. Dude, I totally would. Like she's she's literally saved my life. <laughs> you hire a, a sleeping coach, by the way. If anybody's listening, yeah. Uh, yeah. you hire a sleeping coach, and yes. she saved your life. Yeah, your personal we life. Coach, she we found her on Facebook. She was super super local. Uh, we paid her. I think it was something like forty pounds. She gave us like a schedule to follow. We talked to her about the symptoms that my son was having. He had like lots of lots of uh, basically he could only sleep for like a maximum ninety minutes before he'd wake up again. Um, and now he's and sleeping then, twelve hours. Yes, 
Lisa, 12 hours pretty much. She has a couple of stones in the middle of the night. But uh, we've gotten so confident with it that we don't. Uh, we he's he uh, sleeps in the room next to us, so we've gotten quite confident with that. Where we're 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 starting to trial turning off the monitor a little bit, uh, which is quite interesting. Um, so we we don't necessarily uh, we get like an alarm if he hits a certain amount of decibels. Um, but yeah, which is quite interesting. But I, at the, other than that, hey, we also take to, uh, my son to sleeping lessons as well. Sleeping lessons, swimming lessons. He's already had the sleeping lessons, uh, swimming lessons at a local uh, school to us. And he's been doing that for around about um, for around about four months. And he's starting to kick in the water now, uh, which yeah. is amazing. You're so, going to have yeah, the next uh, Michael Phelps over there. Maybe, maybe. Uh, he is uh, he's super, super tall for his age bracket as well. Uh, I think he's in the 91 percentile for length. Uh, Does it come from your funny. family or her family? Uh, it doesn't come from either of our families. We are both short asses. Uh, so welcome yeah, to we the have club. No idea where the hell it's come from. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully my, my son is short for his age always. Um, but uh, his uncles uh, it's always it's always interesting to be around my in-laws because my girlfriend's brothers are huge. They're like six two, yeah. six one, both of them. Nice. And every nice. time I'm next to them and they're like chubby, one of them is chubby and the other one is super skinny. Every time I'm yeah. next to them, I'm like, they could just carry me and throw me in the trash. You know, it's like, what the hell, you know, <laughs> but they're the nicest guys ever. So, um, nice. yeah. So me, let's see, I have, I'm going back for a little bit, and then I'm going to go to New York and work uh, New York Pride. That's uh, So each Pride event, it's a different type of Pride event, especially on the quantity that people uh, go. Yep. So, for example, I heard that this Pride event, they were expecting like 400,000 people um, in Denver, Colorado. Uh, shout out to everybody in Denver. Every Denver has been great to me compared to some other city that was last week. I just don't want to say where it was. Uh, uh, I mean, the city was fine. Just too many things happening to me. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. Um, but I'm going to be in New York, and they're expecting 2 million people in New York Pride. Whoa. And I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So uh, we, I don't know if we're going to have time to do another podcast this uh, coming up week. So probably yeah. the next podcast that we will do, I'll be home and you are home. So, yeah. Anything else you want to tell people about or something like that? Uh, no, I mean, for the next podcast, I'll, I'll tell you about the new game that I'm working on, Card Life Game, for sure. Uh, you can tell us stories about New York, right? And what you've done with two million people. <laughs> or what they've done to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, if you hear me uh, hitting the mic once in a while, I don't know what happened to a tripod. I really no. don't know where I put it. So I've been holding my mic like... I'm an MC, which I am, I like guess, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I basically travel with my podcast uh, equipment, which fits in my backpack. And I have my little suitcase. And, you know, I think it's an interesting thing for us to do where I could go to different cities and show people a couple of pictures and, you know, talk about what I do. So I think it's a very interesting thing. We're trying new things. We're doing things. And like I said, we're doing everything for our sons because that's no our number one priority and uh i'm glad you're back home and enjoying you know your staying uh i'll be home next week um 
and I'll be hugging my, my son for 15 days straight. <laughs> uh, any shout outs you want to give to people before we leave? Uh, yeah, a uh, shout out to my wife just for giving me an amazing Father's Day. First ever Father's Day, it was great. Um, shout out to you and your family and your lovely girlfriend for giving me the book when I was in LA, which was great. Did you give it to your uh, mom already? What's that, sorry? Have you seen your mom? Uh, yes, I have given it to my mum. She's reading at the moment. She's oh. really enjoying it, uh, which is good. Tell her to let us know her her proper uh, description of it, if she likes doing that. We might even do something fun. I might even get her to do an audio review. Oh, well, we could go. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. she could stop by, too. You yeah, know? that's true. That's true. Um, anyone else? Uh, yeah, just continued shout out to my friends at Free Jam, where I work, uh, and also, uh, yeah, to the England team that might have got to the semi-finals of the World Cup by the next time you talk to me. Yeah, they have That'd a good team, cool, right? They have a good team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to everybody in Denver. Everybody's being great to me. If anybody's listening from Denver. Uh, shout out to you, everybody at Pride. All the Pride events that I go to that are really fun. So shout out to everybody out there uh, who are LGBTQ community. Shout out to all of you guys. You guys are wonderful people. There's nothing but the best. And I have so much fun with you guys all the time. Uh, stop trying to kiss me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean uh, uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun when that happens. Um, and... Um, Uh, shout outs to every father out there. Uh, we're here for you. Uh, it's a struggle. It's a lot of hard work, but you're not alone. We all have different situations. We all have different money uh, money situations. We all have some physical situations, uh, but we're all here to just be for our sons. We want our sons to be our sons and daughters, of course, uh, to be yeah. the best that they can be. And like I always say, Us as parents, we the only thing that we want is for our kids to be okay, healthy, and for them to be better than we are. So if you're a responsible, caring parents, shout-outs to you. Shout-outs to everybody out there who is a father. Uh, happy Father's Day. It's a little late, but still, happy Father's Day. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to my girlfriend who uh, becomes a dad once in a while for me when I'm on the road. Uh, shout-outs to my son. Without him, I wouldn't be a dad. And it has been the best gift I ever had in my life. I'm not going to cry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love my son to death. Um, and I'm pretty sure you do too. Yeah. Yeah. And so thanks for anybody to, uh, that's listening. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like it. You could repost uh, this uh, podcast if you want to give us a review in um, iTunes. You guys are welcome too. I hope you guys enjoy all of our adventures. Andy went to LA. I'm in Denver. We had crazy stories. Andy's a big motorsports fan. I've been doing a lot of LGBTQ events, which are been fun. Uh, so if you're listening, thank you very much. If, if there's any fathers out there, happy Father's Day to both of our sons. We love them very, very much. To both of our girlfriends and wife, to you. Thank you very yeah. much. Until next time, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. That's Andy right there. All yeah. the way from... Hey, guys. <laughs> All the way from uh, Portsmouth, uh, England. Until next time, guys, you guys are listening to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. Son, I love you.